Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Gabby. And I'm Sarah. And we are two physical therapy students on our journey to get that DPT debt free. And our vision for you is to get through PT school on your first try without any debt. Join us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Welcome everyone to another episode of Gratitude and we are here today to tell you guys our money mistakes, our PT school money mistakes and what we wish we would have known and learned early on. So before we get into it, Sarah, what's the countdown left for this semester? (laughs) What's the countdown? (laughs) Guys, I'm sure you all have a countdown right now. If you're still in PT school, put down below like, I don't know, finals. (laughs) It's literally the final push. And right now, this is this is going into the last week for me of lecture. I know. Raise the room. (laughs) So I have one more week of lecture. And next week, so the week after is finals, which looks different than what it was going to look like, right? For everybody, it's a little bit different now, but I'm looking forward to it and looking forward to a week break afterwards. And although it's not much, it's something, and I'm really excited for it because look, we all need to take a little deep breath, including myself. Um, after this whole semester and everything that's been happening, it's a lot. I'm not going to lie. Like, I think things started to hit me. This always happens. And Gabby, I know this happens for you too. <laughs> the week going into your last week before finals, right? So two weeks before finals, I always hit this wall of like, I start to panic and it's been getting better, right? But um, I think I've just hit it more now because I'm I'm not at Slippery Rock, right? I'm in a new place. Um, and yeah, just like things like that, they just kind of add up. And so here we are almost done the last push. <laughs> You're so close. And yeah, we all hit that wall like two weeks before where we're just like, we're so close yet so far. And oh God. <laughs> oh God. But before we know it, it's, it's going to be done. So that's really exciting. I'm so glad that you'll finally be done and be <laughs> so we can be done together <laughs> for the week off that you're, <laughs> that you have. Cause I think I'll still be on break. Yeah. So you and I start again at the same time, Mm -hmm. which is exciting. It is. You start your third year. You start your third year too. We're going to be third years. I really don't consider myself a third year until August. (laughs) Words until August. Cause I didn't start till August. Right. So well, look, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. We're pretty close, but that's great. I know. What about for you? Oh, so this, this was my first week off from this semester or since the semester ended and it was really nice um it's very very good to know that like everything's done turned in grades are coming back and um we're still getting emails but it's now just uh looking to the next semester and as my program gets more updates um it will be really exciting but yeah it's been a nice uh week break it has been busy um and it's just been nice to like not think about school and have so many other things going on and I know a lot of you can relate to that so enjoy your time off I know 
we are slash will be, and uh, we're excited. So let's dive into it. Okay, money. We're going to give you guys the real talk. We're going to give you guys what we have been through, our struggles, what we've learned, what we wish we would have known earlier, and and everything related to money and our debt. So we're going to get into it. (laughs) Where do we even start? First of all, thank you guys for hopping on. Thanks for coming on, Mandy. Thanks for coming on, uh, Jamie and Katie. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. Gabby, do you want to start with like, let's, let's go back. Let's go back to undergrad, right? So how was undergrad for you? What was it like um, for your financial situation and all of that? Okay. So yes, undergrad. So let's go back. I went to uh, college of Charleston in Charleston, South Carolina, and it was amazing. Like my four years of college was a dream and I had so much fun. And obviously I, I learned a lot, um, but really just going into, you know, working, I decided after, so this was my freshman year. Um, I wanted to, you know, go through my first semester of college, see how it was. And then right after that in the spring, so my second semester, I decided I need to get a job. And I really didn't want to rely on my parents because I am an only child and I love them to death. Um, but I didn't want to like keep asking for money and like, just, um, you know, always be like, you know, parents are great. Like if you really need help, then they're going to help you. But I just didn't want to keep asking, asking. So, um, I took the initiative to apply for jobs and in Charleston, food and Bev is huge. So working in, um, a restaurant, I started off doing that and, uh, it was, it was definitely interesting, but I was able to make money throughout college to pay for my rent, to pay for groceries, and um, to just pay everything. However, I could not save money during that time just because all of my money, like I was living paycheck to paycheck, and I really had to be mindful of my school schedule because you know your work is just going to um, schedule you for whenever you, they need you. And you really have to be, well, I really had to be disciplined of saying, these are the days I can't work. If I have a test coming up, there's no way I'm going to work the night before. So just really things like that. Um, but my money mindset, uh, and my financial literacy was not great. Um, like I said, I did not understand money and how it worked. Um, and, I just wish I would have had that early on, like whether taking a class or just learning about all of these things. Um, but moral of the story, I did work during P- or during undergrad, um, but I just didn't have that financial literacy going into PT school. Did you have some kind of money class in high school? No, none. Look, if you guys are on here live, please put in the comments, did you have a money class or something like that? Like a financial literacy or like a budgeting class, or I don't know what they might call it. Anything at all. Did you have that in high school or, or undergrad? Yeah. But if your undergrad was in finance, like that's kind of a loaded question. So if your undergrad was not in finance or something, did you have some kind of finance class? And the majority of you will probably say no because it's not required. Right. And even if it isn't, it's hard to get into something like that because you have so many other classes that you have to take. And so it's, it's so sad to me that that's just kind of like thrown to the wayside. You're like, Oh, you 
you figure out money later, right? You figure out money when you start making money. And that's just such a horrible mindset to be in, right? Jackie, exactly. She didn't have anything like that. And excuse me. Um, Yeah. I I hope that things will start to change, but this is the beginning, right? That's something that I wish I had in high school because I started working. (laughs) Guys, I worked at Burger King in high school. (laughs) Let's be honest. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, I did that because, you know, my parents, I love them to death. And um, back then, like, in order for me to get a car, I had to have a job and I wanted a car. So I got a job and it was at Burger King because I was 16 and I had never had a job before because you really, what can you do, you know, before then in my mind, I didn't know very much. So I worked at Burger King for years because in college they gave a scholarship. They gave you $1,500 a semester if you worked there throughout the semester. And for me, I was like, oh my God, $1,500 is so much. And so I did it. And I worked at Burger King for that $1,500. And that was like, in my mind, the best option because I didn't know other options. And um, yeah, I worked my ass off (laughs) in undergrad and didn't take out any student loans, but that's because I was always working three jobs. I don't know if you guys are on live and you were also in that boat, but if you were, please let me know. Cause I know I'm not the only one who was working multiple jobs throughout PT school. Well, throughout undergrad, this is even before PT school. I worked at Burger King. I worked at Olive Garden. I worked at the YMCA, I did personal training, group exercise. I went out and did like, you know, workplace, like training during lunch hours and did like corporate wellness, um, and a bunch of stuff like that. So I was always doing something and I taught flute lessons for those of you who don't know. And I think that was really the, the turning point for me when I started doing flute lessons online. And then I was like, Whoa, the online, the internet, right? (laughs) Gabby, did you have a, a moment like that for like, Whoa, the internet? It wasn't, so yes, I did have a moment, whoa, the internet. Once I found out about pre-PT grind, shout out to Casey and Joseph, and when I found out about Greg Todd, but that was my first, whoa, like the internet um, from those two platforms. And that was, that was my like very initial, oh, let me look into this more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But Okay, so Sarah, so then there after undergrad, um, going into PT school, you didn't have any debt with undergrad. Um, so what were your like thoughts of next steps? Like, you know, leading into- uh, <laughs> I had no sorry. clue. <laughs> I was like, ooh, now I can't get parent plus loans. I had never had them before, but I knew in undergrad that it was an option because I had friends who took them out. Now you don't have that you're independent, right? You're you're in grad school. (laughs) You have grad plus loans. And I didn't want to take any of those out. So it was just such this like foreign world. It was like so foggy. How many of you listening were like, yes, like loans are so confusing. Like what is the best one to take out? Like, and what do all these different terms mean? Like subsidized or unsubsidized or like through my school, is that better or a private loan? Or what if I max out my federal loans and I don't have enough left over that 10,500 a semester just isn't enough to cover tuition. And for me, it wasn't not even close. Tuition alone, my first semester was $17,000. Yeah. 
<laughs> excuse me, a little, a little choke there. I feel like a little stab in the heart. Um, that's a lot of money. And I had never, ever even considered, you know, I, I would be maxing out on my federal loans and I'm still maxing out on my federal loans for now. Um, but yeah, Gabby, what about you? Oh yeah. So that was a, that was a rude awakening going into PT school and looking at those numbers. And honestly, at that point, I still didn't really understand it. I didn't understand all the terms and I was just like going in blind when I met with my financial aid uh, advisor, you know, she told me, I was like, all right, what is the best thing I can do? And she said, well, just like you said, with the, um, with the federal loans, my, my program at the time when I started, it was 14 K a semester. And since then got another like moment because tuition went up over $600, but yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's like that. Oh, this is not, a great feeling. You have that gut feeling of just like panic, um, and have that deep down, like, well, I'm in this moment right now and they're telling me, and I'm looking at the numbers. Um, but then after a day, you're just like, Oh, I'm not going to think about it again until I graduate until I walk across that stage, because it would be better if I just let, let it alone. And I ignore it. Um, because I have other things to worry about. I have to study. I need to make sure I pass the semester. I need to make sure that I have a life and I'm able to, you know, like de-stress. And we have been there. We have been in that spot where it's just like, we push it all aside and we just forget about it. But guys, like, you know, this in the back of your head, interest accrues. So then when you see how much interest is accruing, not right now with the 0%, But when it does go back, or it was previously, like seeing that number of how much, (laughs) oh, how much interest you have accrued. And once you take out that grad plus loan, it starts. So, so yeah, it really wasn't until I started school and, um, you know, my program specifically is not accredited. So I was like, oh, you know, let me look at scholarships. And I definitely did. I was researching. I was like, there has to be something out there, but like most scholarships, you have, it has to be from an accredited institution. And although I did apply to two, I didn't get chosen. Um, and I, I like got denied from them. Um, so actually the only little scholarship that I had, this was from undergrad. So it wasn't even from for PT school. It was from my church. (laughs) That's what I, that's really like, that's really it. But moral of the story um, from what I just said is don't shove, shove it down deep down inside and just forget about it because it's going to show up and it's not going to be pretty at first, but you just have to face it head on. Or face it head on now before you shove it down like dungeon (laughs) and don't unleash it until you graduate. And that's not where you want to be, right? You don't want to be walking across the stage after you worked so hard to graduate PT school. And then you go across the stage and you're in like 150K of debt plus interest. Like you don't want to be in that spot. (laughs) Oh, and just awkward pause there. And you know, this is why we wanted to share this with all of you and share that we didn't always have this mindset. We didn't always go in thinking like, oh, you know, 
let me tackle this head on. Like we did not think this way until probably like almost a year after. And, you know, for us, like, that's why we're so passionate about this. And we want you guys to, to just be aware of it and to, you know, be serious because if you are going to make that commitment where, you know, I'm going to learn the skills, the non-traditional skills that school does not teach you, I would say, I don't think any PT schools, like you get one class, maybe, maybe a few hours, but it's nothing like they're going to teach you about, you know, the online world. Now, I will say, if your program, um, especially like with everyone graduating next year or beyond, um, going more into telehealth and online services. So I think PT schools are definitely going to have to make that shift um, to really talk about the telehealth platform. And eventually, we would hope to see in the future talking more about online services, um, whether that be personal training, um, you know, other services out there, uh, like digital marketing skills. So um, that's, that's definitely the hope, but it really wasn't until we were like the aha light bulb moment for like, we need to get our shit together. And once we did that, and once we were like, okay, we can do this. We have a plan. We have a plan to pay this all off by the time we graduate. All right. Now how we can help students do the same thing. But in order to do that, you have to write that. You have to have the right mindset. So biggest mistake number one <laughs> is shoving all the debt aside and hoping it will disappear. Step number one, look at your number, <laughs> right? And one. we say that all the time. <laughs> look at your number. And I know it's scary. It's very scary. I hate looking at it. Um, but that's the first step to making it go away. And it's not the school's job to teach mm-hmm. you how to do digital marketing or how to do personal training or whatever, right? It's, it can be so different for everybody, but what we are trying to do as students is show you guys all the different options that you have and what other students are doing, how you can kind of manage this. And even though PT schools might tell you, oh, you shouldn't work while you're in PT school. Mm -hmm. How many of you have heard that? (laughs) How many of you on live right now have heard, um, or, or even your PT school requires, in quotation marks, requires that you do not work while you're a student. I think and some schools make you sign a contract. Yes, actually they do. There are many schools out there. You guys are probably listening. Maybe you're at one of them. Requires you to sign a contract that says you will not work during PT school. What do you think a GA position is? Let me just I'm going to hold off on going on that ranch, but that's work. <laughs> and it's even more work than some of the other potential options you have. And so it's, it's just a big, like, ah, I don't even have words right now. <laughs> it's that, it's that emoji where it's like the exploding head. Yes. it's exploding. Like, ah. <laughs> And I hope many of you know that it is possible. Like that's the whole point of this. You're not required to work. Right. And Gabby and I are here to give you resources to save money on your tuition as well. It's all the things we wish we would have known the scholarship options. We wish would have known you could actually apply to whether your program is accredited, whether you were, excuse me, whether you were on academic probation in your first semester or not, like you wouldn't think about it, but those things can really limit you and you might not even realize it till it's too late. 
And so we want to give you that heads up first and foremost, and also show you that there are so many options. So Yabby during PT school. Okay. What were your thoughts after you've seen your number? You're like, okay, what am I going to do? Um, what, what about work? What were your thoughts on working in PT school? So my initial thoughts of working in PT school, I, you know, after going through undergrad and working in, you know, food and Bev industry, I was just like, I don't want to do this again. Like I'm done. (laughs) When I started PT school, like my whole focus was studying and really like passing and making it through first semester. Um, and really second semester too. But now it's like, if I would have known everything about, um, you know, learning how to, you know, edit a podcast or like make a website, um, all these things beforehand, then I would have, things would have been so much different with me, um, with starting, with starting off. So my mom, my, sorry, my dog's trying to come in. Hold Aww, on. Let Missy in, go get her. Guys, our mascot is going to make an entrance today. <laughs> I don't know if any of you have met Missy, but backstory. Um, I lived with Gabby down at, for a little bit during my clinical and I miss Missy. She's so cute. Everybody give little hearts for Missy, our little mascot. <laughs> She's the cutest. <laughs> she just wants to be near you while Gabby is handling Missy over there. I'm going to go on a side rant. Or a side question. Gabby can't hear me. Her headphones aren't in. There we go. Okay. Gabby, question for you. Did you believe, like, what were your thoughts after hearing all of the things your professors Mm -hmm. are saying about working in PT school? um, What were you afraid of if you did work in PT school? So for me, I was afraid, first of all, that I wouldn't be able to handle it all. And that I would have to, um, you know, like have a job where I wouldn't be putting as much, you know, effort into school and I'd be more stressed out about working. Um, so that, and just like, um, now I know this doesn't like it matters, but seeing what my professors would think. And I, I, I wouldn't tell them that I was working, um, that I would be working because then it would just backfire. Um, but yeah, I was just afraid that I, I wouldn't be able to handle the, the workload and I just didn't, um, like didn't have the efficiency. I really didn't put my mind to it. Um, and so I think those were the things that I was afraid of and just like falling behind. Um, that was one of the biggest challenges for me because I had to work super hard my first, really first year of PT school because like, I didn't know how to study. I didn't know how to, um, how to do these things. And so it took me a while to like grasp all of the content and put it all together. So I think that was one of the biggest things I was afraid of is just, um, the overwhelm of adding another thing on my plate and making sure that I was, I was doing well in school first. And I know a lot of you are probably thinking that right now. So make sure like, yes, make sure you have a routine. You are doing well in your classes. Um, and then when you're ready and saying, okay, like maybe in your second semester of PT school, say like, you know, I'm, I think I can take something else on to where I know how to, um, time block and schedule everything out. So I would just say that's, that's another thing. Um, start early. What about you, Sarah? What were you? 
What were my thoughts? Yeah. I actually, in undergrad, I believe they did have a sign a contract saying we would not work more than 28 hours a week. I uh, definitely worked more than that a week <laughs> throughout all of undergrad. And so like, what are they going to do really? Um, the reason you sign that contract is so there's, there's kind of a liability, I guess, right? The professors see that you have committed to not working so that you can focus on this. But uh, what happens if you can do both? Um, it doesn't really matter, right? They're not going to start questioning you unless you are letting your grades drop. You're not like retaining the information. You're not doing well anymore. Um, that's really the fine line you have to tread. And so I already had broken that line. <laughs> I had already broken like that uh, contract or whatever of not working more than 28, 28 hours a week in undergrad. So I was not fearful of doing that in grad school. What I was fearful of in grad school was more of the unknown, right? Because we didn't have this podcast. There wasn't something out there saying that students were working in PT school. You know, grad school to me was this big, scary thing. Like, oh my God, I'm going to be so overwhelmed and I'm never going to have any time to do anything. I'm just going to be studying all the time. I'm like not going to have time for myself. I'm not going to see my family. I'm not going to be able to continue my hobbies. I won't have time to work out all of these things that were simply not true, but I didn't know that going into it. So I actually did step back a bit from my hours. I was doing personal training online. I was teaching flute lessons online. I actually had given up on PT school like that summer before I was waitlisted two years in a row and I had given up. I said, okay, I guess this just isn't for me. And I got called off the waitlist. So last minute, it was quite a shock and quite a transition to try to figure out now, okay, I've got to move. Where am I going to live? Do I even have time to apply for loans? I barely applied for loans in time because it was like that close to the semester. And then figuring out, okay, how many hours should I work in a week? Like, what am I actually capable of handling? And I think that um, is, a, is a big question that many of you are asking yourselves. Let us know below. Like, were you wondering going into PT school, can I work? Like, is that even a good idea? Do people do that? Who else even does this? And is it even possible to like do all of the things? And I just, oh, I even forgot what you asked me. I'm just going on a rant there, but you can. The point is you can, and I did, and I'm still doing it. And Gabby and I are still doing it. So here we are trying to and figure it out along the way. <laughs> oh yeah. Like we don't have everything um, figured out. Like you know, we, we have learned so much and really have like compiled resources and reached out to so many people, so many of you, so many of our mentors and figuring this all out. How can this be possible for me? Like, how can this be possible to where that I can have a focus on school that I can still work, you know, online. So I don't have to commute and go to work and even just like, just strictly working on the weekends, like having time to work whenever you want to and scheduling out things like you can schedule out things a month in advance, especially content to where it's already done and it's, it's there. Mm -hmm. So really just believing in yourself that if you're just seeing this now and you've been seeing a lot of us, like 
just talk about this. You've been seeing a lot of resources like digital income school. If you're seeing different courses, uh, really helping students out, you know, we are all doing this because the debt is just so astronomical. The, uh, the six figures just like, <laughs> yeah, I know. just <laughs> And we want you to be in as little debt as possible, little to zero debt. Because when you graduate from PT school, you get your DPT, you pass the NPTE and being a physical therapist, you should not have to feel like the weight of debt is on you when it comes to the different things of being like adulting and getting a house, like getting married, um, you know, getting a dog, like having kids, so many things. And that's why we wanted to share this with you today to give you some hope, to give you some just something to where, oh, you know, maybe I should look at this. And if you had that thought while listening to this, look at it today, keep looking at it. Trust me, I've had to train myself to look at it and I, it sucks, but you just have to do it. Um, and just, just make a plan. There are so many people out there who can help you make a plan to really just pay this off. Um, so <laughs> that's our, <laughs> that's our story. Ooh, can I tell you guys a little secret here? I don't know if Gabby and I have really said this before, but how many hours did we actually work on the podcast in the beginning? Like truly, truly how many hours were we working in a week? In a week? It was definitely less than 10. Yeah, definitely less than 10. 10. And to be honest, some of you do know this, some of you don't, um, we really only have interviews twice a year for all the guests on our podcast. We have two times a year, once during winter break, once during the summer break, which is only like a week, but <laughs> we make it work and we get them all in. And I just wanted to say that because many of you listening to this are like, I don't have time to do anything. And you have it in that voice in your head. You're like, I don't have any time. <laughs> oh my gosh I love Jason just looked over at me (laughs) guys that's the voice I hear in my own head the little voice is saying you don't have any time to do anything and the other (laughs) one is like just freaking do it (laughs) just do it (laughs) oh god you're making me blush over here (laughs) you muted yourself that was so good but if you, you hear that little time. voice or you hear Sarah's yeah, go ahead Gabby what's the voice I don't want to do I was saying if you hear Sarah's voice in your head <laughs> I don't have time I don't know what that was. oh gosh oh man okay <laughs> the point is you have time <laughs> Andrew says how did you know I sound like that <laughs> <laughs> you guys, oh, you really God. do. Gabby and I literally started this podcast the beginning of PT school. How many of you work more than 10 hours a week? Tons of you. Tons of you work more than 10 hours a week. And what is the return that you're getting on that every single weekend when you're staying up late, you're out at the bars trying to bartend, if you're a bartender, whatever, and you're getting back late. You spend your entire weekend working just for a couple hundred dollars and you don't have any other time to study and you're stressed out. You're just stressed all the time. 
What are you going to do about it? What else can you do about it? So many things. You got to make a difference for yourself, for your future. And it all starts now. Like this time that we have, especially with the circumstances of being online and not being in the classroom, you have time. The time that it took you to commute, if it was like 30 minutes to an hour, you have that time right now. Take advantage of that because you can definitely create something and like just put a podcast out there. It's so easy, like so easy. If you want, if, if you ask us like, oh guys, like what would you start out with? Start with a podcast. <laughs> start with right. a simple post on Instagram, on Facebook, telling your story, like your origin story, like we just did with money. And, and then you can make that into a podcast. You can make that into a blog. You can turn it into so many things and reach out. There's so many people who can help you to start off. If you're just like, <laughs> yeah, like, hello. <laughs> hello. 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 <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I think that Adele. Um, but yes, you have time. Seek help. Ask us questions. Ask this, oh. anybody in this group questions. Oh, Sarah just had, oh. I did. And then I lost it. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so we didn't actually tell you guys the point of when was that kind of like transformation of, mm. um, when did we actually start to believe that it is possible to get through PT school without any debt? And it was at, um, SSPT live. So it's an event, smart success, physical therapy live. It was last year. So it was May, 2019. Um, for those of you listening in the future, it is April 24th, 2020, as we are recording this. So May of last year was really when we had this vision of what is possible because we saw what other people had started as students and are now physical therapists and killing it, mm. making multiple six figures a year in the online space. And they started as students, but they didn't start as first year students. So Gabby and I were like, oh, we can do this. Oh, we can help other students do this. And so that was kind of the beginning for us of that transformation of belief. And we'll end with that. But if you guys have any questions, reach out to us, reach out to everyone in this group. Oh, another. Oh. We should say updates. What do we have oh, coming updates. up? Yes. I know we got so into this. Okay. So what we got, what we have coming up, um, as you guys have been seeing in this group and on social media, our IG, we have a three day free debt free, three, a free three day debt free challenge. It's free words. I know it's free. It's a debt free challenge over three yeah. days, over three days. And, and it free. starts April 29th. So next Wednesday, this Wednesday. And oh, this as people are listening to this. Oh yes. This Wednesday. Sorry. I go like, man, getting all these days confused, but yes, April 29th. And it's going to be three days. And for everyone who's already in it, like you can go into and sign up for it right now. We'll put um, the link below and we'll put you in the Facebook group and bring a buddy, bring a friend, a classmate to go through this with you because it's going to be so beneficial as you both are going through this. Um, and if you don't have anybody, we will um, pair you up with an accountability partner, another student. And, and then 
Sarah, after that, we have a deep dive 10 day challenge from broke to bank. So what is all that? What is from broke? From broke, from broke to break. <laughs> As we've been saying, this is every such time. a tongue twister. You all just while you're listening, say that ten times fast. From broke to bank, say that ten times fast. I can't do it. Um, it always comes out from broke to break. And so the point is, if if you were listening to us today and you're like, man, that really hits home. Like nobody's talking about money. I don't know anything about it. I want to graduate debt free because you know if it's possible, like you should go for it. Is it possible? Is it possible for you? That's the real question, right? And so the three days are free leading up to from broke to bank. And we're going to put links above. If you guys are even remotely interested in seeing how it can be possible for you to graduate PT school debt-free, walk across that stage to get your GPT and be like, yes, and not have to worry about your freaking student loans. Click the link above, or I don't know where it is. Click it. We're going to put it after we're done um, and check it out because we'd love to have you. It starts May 4th, but we want you in the free one. So start with the free one. It's on Wednesday, this Wednesday, like this Wednesday, April 29th, 2020. Get in there and we'll see you guys then. Yeah, we will see you then. And hope you guys have a good, I guess, a great, I hope you had a great week by the time this comes out (laughs) and we will see you guys next time. Bye guys. Bye. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.